Shalom, and I hope all is well. My name is Yitzchak Schiffman. Thanks for tuning into this podcast, and I hope you enjoy the Torah classes in it. Now, on to the episode. Today's Amud Maseches Brachas is Mem Vav Amud Aleph 46a, and we're going to have two sections in today's learning. We begin the top line of the page, and we begin with a discussion first section regarding the host versus the guests, who leads Hamotzi as well as Birchas Hamazon, and then the text of Birchas HaReach as well. So the Gemara tells us a story. Rabbi Avohu pledged that he would dedicate a meal for the rabbis if Rabbi Zera recovered from the illness, and Rabbi Zera ended up recovering. So Rabbi Avohu made a meal for the rabbis, and at the meal he offered Rabbi Zera to lead the bracha of Hamotzi. Rabbi Zera deferred to Rabbi Avo as he was the Balabayas and it would be more appropriate for Rabbi Avo to lead. Rabbi Zera also deferred when Rabbi Avo offered him to lead Birkas Hamazon and Rabbi Zera logically concluded that the one, based on Psak, that the one who says Hamotzi should also lead Birkas Hamazon. So therefore, you, Rabbi Avo, have already led Hamotzi, you should also lead Birkas Hamazon. Rabbi Avo disagreed. He held like an alternative opinion, who says that although the Balabayas does Hamotzi, so he gives nice pieces of bread to the guest, whereas a guest might not have that same sensitivity, Birkas Hamazon is to be led by a guest, so it includes Birkas Oireach, the bracha made by the guest, which gives a bracha to the Balabayas in different ways. There is a machlok is actually in the Mefarshim, what ended up happening in this story. It's not clear from the conclusion of the story. The Mara tells us what the text of this special blessing that the guests make for the host is, this Birkas Oreach, as we discussed. Moving on to the second section, the Gemara tells us a debate, a machlokes, about the extent of Birkas Hazimun. Now this, one of these sheetas definitely sounds foreign, but the Gemara here tells us that we have a machlokes, Rav Nachman and Rav Sheshes, until when is considered part of the Birkas HaZimun, and then what afterwards follows as Birkas HaMazan itself. Rav Nachman holds, as we paskin, Nevarech, meaning the introductory sentences, which is Baruch, which is actually the Baruch of Zimun, that is the Birkas HaZimun, and Baruch HaTashem begins Birkas HaMazan. Rav Shesha says that the Birkas HaZimun actually extends until Hazan Es HaKol. And therefore, if you don't have a Zimun, you'll begin with No Delecha as Birkas HaMazon. Now we have two Brysois. First Brysa says sometimes Birkas HaMazon is two Brachas, sometimes it's three Brachas. Second Brysa says sometimes Birkas HaMazon is three and sometimes it's four. The Gemara assumes that this Tanoic debate is reflective of the Amoraic debate we just said. And what would emerge then is that Rav Nachman would be like the second Brisa. It's three or four, because if you don't have a Zimun, so then you begin with Baruch HaTashem and you have three Brachos. And if you do have a Zimun, you'll have four as the Baruch Shechalom Yishalom proceeds as a separate Bracha. And Rav Sheshes will fit with the first Brisa, that sometimes it's two and sometimes it's three, if there's no Zimun, so then you begin with no, no Delacha, and there's only two Brachas, and if you do have a Zimun, then you have three, in- including the introductory until Hazan Esakol. Now the Gemara refutes this and says, really both Amoraim could fit like both Tanoim. Rav Nachman explains that the second Brisa fits perfectly with his Shita, meaning as we understand three or four, because if you have a Zimun, you have the introductory Bracha. If you don't have a Zimun, so then you have three. The first Brisa, which says 
two and three, this is to be understood regarding the Birkas HaMazen of workers. So we know that the Chachamim condensed the Birkas HaMazen of workers because they're working on the time of the Balabayas, and the second and third bracha actually became condensed So therefore, into one. So therefore, in a scenario where workers are benching, if they had a Zimun, so then there would be three brachas, including the introductory Baruch Shachalam Yishaloi. If there wasn't a zimun, they would only have two, as it was the first bracha of benching, and the second and third were condensed into one. Rav Nachman, that's a Rav Nachman. Rav Sheshis explains, also both Brysois could confirm, conform like him. He says, the first Brysa fit perfectly like his shita, either it's two brachas or it's three brachas, again, because if you don't have a zimun, so then you begin with no delicha. The second Brysa holds, unlike we've been assuming until now, that the fourth bracha of benching Atova Ametiv is not the Rabbanon, but it's Dairaisa. So since it's Dairaisa, it will depend if you have a Zimun or not. If you have a Zimun, says Rav Sheshes, so you'll include the beginning introduction to Lazanus HaKol as the first bracha, and including Atova Ametiv, you'll have four. If you don't have a Zimun, you begin with Nodalacha, but since Atova Ametiv is still Dairaisa, according to this explanation, that second brisa would hold, but you still would have three brachas. Now this point of Atova of being Dairaisa is very not uh, simple, and the Gemara, as we'll move on, Bezvus Hashem onto the next Amud, and the bottom of this Amud, will challenge this premise, because L'chaira we hold that it's associated with the story of Aruge Beitar, and it's really Drabbanan. But for today, we're going to stop here, Memvav Amud Aleph, the bottom of the page. We'll pick up tomorrow with Memvav Amud Bez. In the meantime, everyone have a wonderful day.